Hi, I'm Rob. And I'm Robin. Thanks for listening to Marriage Marriage and and Us. Us. Each week, we will talk about real-life topics that couples experience in everyday married life. So, let's get to today's episode. Hello, everybody. Hi, guys. Welcome back in. Here we are. Where are we at? Come on, you guys know where we're at with the podcast Podcast corner. Podcast corner, absolutely. I hope everybody is having whatever time of day or night you may be listening to this. We hope you're having uh, had a good day. Uh, We're we're excited today to get into our topics, which we'll talk about just in a minute. But before we get going, we do have some um, sad news to share. Oh, breaking news! Breaking. Well, I, I guess yeah, you. The way you kind of said it kind of <laughs> made it a little bit. I was trying to stay sad sounding and you breaking news, but uh, we've had to um, we've had a little problem with the okra. Yeah, for some of you that have been listening to the podcast, and we've had to replant it, so there will be a delay in the okra harvest. <laughs> and that kind of sums up my whole thought process, that sound. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I mean, we, we planted seeds and yes. real, and nothing really happened. Then we've replanted the seeds and we do have three little plants that have come up. Yes. And, uh, and then some critter has been in the raised bed. Critter. Okay. And has defecated on some of my <laughs> seeds. As of this morning, <laughs> and I was so, not happy about it, folks. Well, we, we did not plan on that being <laughs> the fertilizer that we needed for our okra. I don't know why all of a sudden. I had to go online I, and, and study poop to see if I could figure oh, out what wow. animal had gone to the bathroom in there. Please, I hope you've not turned off this podcast and thought, <laughs> oh, what are these people talking about? Oh, I thought I was going to listen to someone talk about, about marriage. marriage. And no, we're talking about <laughs> poop. There you go. Oh, gosh, But guys. that's the update on the okra. Uh, some of you I'm that have... i re- saying it like it is. Uh, we, we're cry laughing. I wish you could see us. <laughs> Uh, some of you that have requested okra may not want okra after <laughs> that, but uh, anyway, that's that's what's happening. It's very frustrating. It has been. Uh, some of you know how important okra is to me. <laughs> it's the rest of the garden's fine. The rest, of, yeah, our peppers are doing great. Uh, that's looking. Our tomatoes are doing the beets, wonderful. The beets, cucumbers, all of that looks all that awesome. Is tomatoes. Great. It's just the okra. It's the dang okra has had a little <laughs> little setback. As you, you can hear the frustration in our voices <laughs> but uh you know that's that's one of the great things about uh marriage is you get to have these funny hopefully these funny moments about certain things in life and okra in our garden has been uh one of those robin i've had to water uh for the past week robin's had a small uh, foot surgery and she's doing great if some of you yeah. know that but so I've had to water every day. And then I've actually had to learn things, which have been uh, like I was watering. I didn't know you needed to stay low to the uh, bottom of the plant where that water doesn't splash up on the leaves so that it can cause disease. Yeah, and the tomato plants. The tomato especially. plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, True. so it's it's all just a, a wonderful learning curve. And I got to uh, do that and help her while she's in recovery. 
today. Yes. Speaking of of gardening. Uh, okay. I, I know you're going to talk about that a little bit, how it applies today, but we're, we want to talk about today, how do you stay an individual mm-hmm. and yet be married? Yes. What does that look like in relationship? What does that mean to you as an individual person? So we're going to dive into that today. We, you started, you're the one that kind of triggered all this and with the words like longing and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Desire. I, I I started talking to Rob in the last couple of weeks about the things that we long for in our lives. And uh, as it applies to marriage, if you're married and you're listening, or if you're single and you're listening, there is a longing or a desire that we all have or had to find the person we want to spend the rest of our life with. And out of that simple discussion with Rob, just started really talking about the fulfillment of that longing for us as a couple. We found each other and love our married life. But then there are people, like I said, that are also single listening and they still have that longing Uh, But then also looking at the word longing and how it applies to us individually, even once we're married, the things that we still desire to learn about, uh, right, different things that we want to accomplish in our lifetime. And there are goals that you will always find uh, with your spouse that are couple goals. We could call them like that, goals as a couple. But there are a lot of individual goals that should be valued and carried into marriage. And so if you have goals for yourself, uh, and we're going to touch on the word contentment today too, is, is how that's a positive and can be a, not negative, but can create a, uh, moments in your, in your married life where you become so satisfied, you're not longing for something more. Right. I think that you can become very content in married life and uh, and satisfied, but yet are there things that maybe you set to the side because now you're content as a couple, but there are things that you really, you know, like, oh, I remember when I, I, I used to want to do that. And I think it's okay to look back over those ideas and think about them again, bring them back up to see if maybe there's something that you're still wanting to accomplish. I'm sorry. I just had a flash in my in my mind about logging and things you wanted to do in the movie Step Brothers, where he says, I wanted to be a little dinosaur with, <laughs> with my with my arms. And my dad said, grow up. I'm sorry. That's just where my, that's where my brain went. Some of you have seen the movie are instantly laughing right now, but you bring up a great, a great point. And we talked about this before, right before we started recording. I think it's um, implied that when we're standing there at the altar, and we're saying our our vows, we're making our covenant with each other, not a contract, but we're making a covenant with each other. I think it's kind of implied. And and yes, this the statement that I'm going to make is true, that the two become one. Mm-hmm. But I think it's implied that then the individual quits existing. Ah. And I don't think that's the, I don't think that's a healthy way to look at things. Again, I, I want to my my goal in marriage is not to fulfill your need. Right. 
because a need to me represents a contract. A need to me says, and that, I think that's where disappointment can come in. So, and, and I want to read. And I would say, okay, let's no. go back to that for a minute. And I think that if I'm hearing you correctly, you're talking about more from the perspective of a need being a, a way that I need for you to fulfill me yes. or complete me. Yes. When We're we not talking about before. like a need. Like you said, I've been recuperating my foot. If I need a drink of water, you're not going to say, Hey, get well, it on your own lady. <laughs> right. Get up off that couch and go get it. Yes. No, We're talking about right. more, uh, more, more from the, the side of saying to complete each other is not the way it should be. Right. And, and we've said this before on a on four or five podcasts back again, my, I don't need to complete you because completion means then if you don't do this, then I don't get this. And I think that's where disappointment can come in Mm -hmm. in a relationship as well, too. So I want to said this to you earlier, and I I just want to kind of really read this. So for most of us, when we get married, life keeps moving. Mm -hmm. We expect, and you and I really have delved into this, and it really hit me as we were getting ready for this. And I know we've said, we say this to people that, you know, if you're married and you're both working, so we experience life every day differently. Daily, we have different interactions, moments, and things, and people that affect how we see life. Understanding that. I love, we love being married. You know, you've heard us say that many times, but there are things that happen to you at your work and there are people that you interact that I only hear the stories. I don't, right. I don't have those, those moments and that, that affects Right. I you. can try to share with you how my day went, but you weren't there to experience yeah. it with me, nor was I there with you to experience the things you deal with on a daily basis. Exactly. And so I think that that's, that is so valuable to recognize that because uh, when it comes to the simplest thing, uh, let's discuss just behavior, the way a person uh, feels, come, like the way we would feel coming home from work. Mm. If you had a great day at work and I had a tough day, we might be at... Totally okay. different ends of the spectrum. Right. Uh, but then there's... Because that happened to you as an individual. Yes. We're still, and, and this, I got the, I want to read this. I, I know you said you'd love this too as we were getting ready. This came from an article I read in a Psychology Today. Uh, the uh, Unlike the idea that marriage, that you become one, which we, again, we're not saying we don't believe it. It's important to be aware that you're an individual as well as a spouse. As a spouse, you focus on maintaining the quality of the relationship. But as an individual, you focus on maintaining yourself as a separate and autonomous person. Yes. And I know that can be, that can, I know that's not really spoken about a lot. And we're not talking about selfishness. That's not what we're talking about or just me, me, me. And that, and, and like what you said, even about the need, if you, if, if, because I love you, I, I want to. I want to be there for you in moments, like you, like you said. I'm not going to say, "Hey, lady, get up, get your own water." <laughs> I, I love you, and I want to. I want to be connected to you. That's why we get married, right? Or if you're listening, that's where that longing comes from—that you want to be married. Yes. But I, but I think it's, um, and I know you've said this before. I think it's important if you're listening to this and you're single that marriage does not solve all your problems. 
Well, that's so true. <laughs> right. You know. And if you think it is. <sighs> yeah. You We're probably need to reevaluate why you want to get married. <laughs> yes. But, and that took, and you said this thing before we went on the air, that took me a while to understand. I just, I assumed that you wanted to do everything that I wanted to do. Yes. And that's just, no, that's very it. unrealistic, isn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think for you, uh, the idea of that, that I wanted to do everything with you is because we, you know, you enjoy my company. Yeah. We enjoy each other's company, so why not spend as much time together as you possibly can? But then there are different interests. Right. You know, like, for example, you love bike riding. Right. You love to get out, you know. Thank God the Lord gave you a wonderful son-in-law who loves, loves to, ride to ride bikes, too. Exactly. You know, so right now you guys are enjoying hitting the trail together and, and spending buddy. time. You know, and it's great because I don't like to ride a bike. Right. You know, I, I just, I don't have a desire to ride a bike. Uh, and you found someone who has the same passion as you, and it's great. But let's say if the only way you were going to ride a bike is if I come along and ride the bike with you, I might start feeling guilty that I'm not riding the bike because you keep waiting and I know it's a passion you have. Mm. And if I could just, maybe I need to just do what he, you know, do what you want me to do, right? Right. And, and and I would do it, but it wouldn't really be something bringing a lot of enjoyment into my life other than the fact that I know it would make you happy. Right. And there are couples that that go down that path, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, sure. think about it. Yeah, you know, to where you just, you you want to do everything that your spouse wants you to do. And I, and, and I know this is like a slippery slope, yeah. right? This is a slippery slope. So I'm, I'm going to just say, I'm talking about more when it comes to like hobbies and interests. Right. I mean, there are a lot of other topics and things we could discuss. Well, like watering the garden. I mean, <laughs> right. I'm glad I was able to do that for you, but it doesn't, I know when I see you go out there and water, I, I can watch your body language, even while you're out there, there's this wonderful piece and this wonderful moments that you have, and you feel connected when you're out there. I love the benefits of that because I want to eat okra. So I'm glad you enjoy it. Right, because I, you enjoy what I pull out of the garden exactly. to eat. Yes, this right. is so true. But it wouldn't be, you know, a, a passion of yours, like you said, to go out there and, and, and water every day, but you're more than willing to help. And I, and I think that, that that, too, is so valuable it's finding hobbies and interests and maybe new skill sets, things that you're curious about. Right. You know, I, we get married and sometimes it's like, uh, you know, you think I'm going to get married and it's the end all be all. But there is so much to accomplish, not only as a couple, but the things that we want to accomplish individually. Exactly. You know, and, and that's a good thing, too. So I, I love, like you said, I love gardening and everything that it gives me. And, and it's like, uh, it's a, it's time for me. And, and, you know, we talk a lot about self-care, like that's right. a real buzzword, you know, these right. days, which can be, you know, like other things, but it's funny how I would associate the time I spend out in the garden in some ways as self-care because I'm unplugging from my work life. And I'm, you know, I, I work in a, the basement of a hospital with no windows all day. So okay. to get out in the yard and to be in the sun for a few hours is it just like for me, super rejuvenating. Totally opposite. I'm outside 
the majority part of my day going in and out of businesses, talking to business owners and people and connecting mm-hmm. with, you know, so there I, I, I'm in the sun all day. <laughs> I'm in my car in and out all day. That's right. what I do. It's a totally. So when I come in from work, you know, I want right, to. You just want to hang out in the house. Exactly. So it's totally. You might play a video game Absolutely. or just find something to do inside. Absolutely. So we're it, totally opposite. It, Think it, about that. And and so if we're not, if we were not aware, then it could be perceived possibly that, oh, wow, you know, we just got home from work. Don't you want to connect? Right. Because you want to hang in the house. And the first thing I want to do is change clothes and head out the door right. to go get in the garden for a while. But then because we allow each other that space, what's so wonderful is that then we come back together normally an hour or so later, start cooking, and then we spend the last few hours of our evening usually together in the living room, whether we're watching a show together or talking or whatever. So there is so much, uh, I think there's a lot to be learned in that, maybe for younger couples that, you know, if you're both working and you come in and maybe the perception is we need to connect, we need to connect. There may be things that that need to be done individually to just unwind, mm. right? So that then you can connect more deeply because you've given each other space to kind of uh, separate the work-life day from the evening together. Yeah, I can hear that. Let me ask you a question. We didn't really, I don't want to throw a, a loop here, but we didn't really discuss it. Would you, though, if you're listening to this today, I don't want you to hear that we're not saying that it's not important to be connected or sync up because we've talked about that a lot. That's a huge thing. Do you think there's a fear that can happen when you feel, when you don't feel connected to your spouse? On Like, we, we do some simple things during the day, for example. I'll send you a text or you'll call me at lunch or, right. or something. So there's during the day, you know, if touch all, points. We, we, right. That's great. That's a great way to say I love that. Touch points that we continually have. If we if we see something funny or we haven't, we, we share those moments. So it's important that you understand that when we're saying individual, you know, we, we've heard couples say things like, well, <clears throat> I've got bowling night. You know, and and that's great if you have something outside of marriage as well, too. But if your spouse is though saying to you, I don't feel connected to you, that that's a that's a healthy conversation that you've got to have. So don't hear us saying that being an individual means that you're not again, like what we said, I as a spouse, I've got to continually work on the relationship. Right. We totally believe in that. You've got to understand how to speak your uh uh, spouse's foreign language. We've touched on that many times in the past. So we're not saying an individual means that you don't work. It's it really is an equal. Yes, it's almost the like balance. Th- it's almost like there's an X in the middle. And if you look to the left or the right, you see the word husband and wife, and then you see above that where it says individual and marriage. I think I think the problem has been. Correct me if I'm wrong. That we've we've moved so much to that we're one that we've not allowed ourselves individually to have our own dreams, our own longings, our own hopes, our own desires. Yes, that's what we're focusing on, I think, yes. in this episode is we're, we're, we're talking about that. But, right, we are in no way saying, you know, if if you're married and the two of you n- never. never connect, yes. you are so driven to do your own thing individually. Yes, that that can be very that, damaging. That's not healthy. In fact, 
the couples we've met with for, you know, we like we do a lot of premarital coaching, but the couples that we have taken through marriage coaching, often that is uh, the, right. the root issue in couples that are in struggle. Back to the bowling. Nothing against bowling. If you're a bowler, God bless you. What I'm saying, I think, and what I hear you saying is if in your, when you move away from the busy daily things of life, and there's no date nights, there's no intentionality, there's no curiosity that you're creating, and you're and the individual part of you is trying to get other needs met from other people. Right. That's a totally different topic. Yes. That's not what we're saying. But what, right. That's not what we're talking about. Is what you what sparks joy for you yes. individually? Yes. Okay. Your sister, for example. Okay. Okay. So so Terry and her her husband Terrence. So back in the winter. Because uh, they live in South Dakota, uh, Terrence is ice fishing. I remember, you know, he's posting videos, and right. Rob and I are like, "Wow, that's wild," you know. And and he's all into it, and and Terry's sitting there, but then Terry's all excited this weekend because she's canning pickles, you know. Okay, so very opposite interest there, but they're both exploring and enjoying the things that that brings them, uh, you know, like Life. I said. Yeah, brings them life. Uh, you told me, I didn't even know about this, so you told me. And she, I mean, she's never canned pickles before, but went on YouTube and trying to learn. Right. And YouTube, guys, YouTube is the greatest thing, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, that's how I learned how to garden. I'm just, I was constantly watching YouTubes on gardening, picked two or three channels that just kind of, you know, I felt this connection to, and here I am four years later, and I've learned so much. But, you know, that, like you said, that curiosity and that ex- exploring new skills and and hobbies are very life-giving. I mean, here we sit 33 years in, close to be, yeah, in right, August. in August, and there's so much we love to do together, but there are other things, too, that are just fun, and, and, and I, I just, I get bored, I guess, easily maybe at times and I want to figure out how to do something like new. you this week with your foot that you've experienced it was like oh my gosh <laughs> you were like you would losing, have thought I had a chain and ball you were like those guys your mind in the, the first medieval four, times <laughs> the first four days because you couldn't you couldn't move it's horrible yeah and just being totally transparent for me I was like going this is great. I would, I may get foot surgery just so I can, you know, not, not you know, just sit and not do just anything. Just to be able to be still. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and it was just excruciating. But see that too, that's the, you know, we're, we are opposite in that. Like you can just really find the value in chilling out and just, you know. Now we're not talking, not doing the dishes. We're not talking about not helping to clean the house. Right. This is not a get out of jail card free. That's <laughs> I'm just, I just felt to say that out loud. That's very important as we're we're putting a disclaimer out there. Yes. But it's understanding that it's okay to be you. And I think you need to. I know we've heard couples. We I know Maddie and Jared were talking uh, to us recently. Like Jared was like telling me, "Say, yeah, I'd, if you want to go back to school." You know, let's find a way to do that. Yeah. And when you celebrate each other's in individuality, I think it's I think it's healthy for the marriage. Oh, it's great, isn't it? Awesome. I mean, it, it's so fun to cheer you on and the things yeah. that you enjoy, 
and and I feel your full support towards things that I enjoy where we are opposite. Uh, that doesn't make you awesome. less or me more. No, and not at all. Yeah. It's just, it's part of life and growing, you know, it's, it's wonderful. It is. It is. So obviously this is going to be a two-parter. I think so. I think so. So we'll, we'll, we'll next time we're, I think we're really maybe talking a little bit more about the contentment part. Yeah. And not staying satisfied. It's good. Yeah. In your marriage. Yeah. Looking for the more. Yeah. Looking for the more. And what that means. And what that means. Hey, thanks for listening. See you guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to Marriage and Us with your hosts, Robin Robin Atkins. Stay up to date by following them on Instagram at Marriage and Us underscore podcast and on Twitter at Marriage and Us. Be a part of the show by calling 615-821-0866 and submit a question. Who knows, you might hear yourself on the podcast. Also, hit the follow button so you never miss an episode from your favorite couple.